Now you are on the clock. Hey everyone, it's Darren Armani from FantasyMojo.com. You know, every time you enter a draft, whether it's a, a slow draft or a live draft, the thing that's at the front of your mind is what draft slot am I going to get? And obviously that's because you pretty much can script out the first couple picks of your draft based upon ADP that's out there and ha having had reviewed uh, draft boards. So what we want to talk about today is... A little bit of game theory. Similar to in chess, there's some theory called the opening move. And I think that translates to fantasy drafts as well. It really lays the foundation of what your uh, roster will look like over the course of the draft after you pull the trigger on those first couple picks. So what we want to discuss this time is that opening move. And what we did was we took a look at all of the best ball drafts conducted over the past two years in the FFPC format. And we've got the winners of those leagues. And what we're going to do is examine the first two picks of every team in every one of those drafts, see what positions they selected, and see how it translates to the win rates in those leagues. And we're talking about standard best ball. We're not talking about super flex, um, just to be, to be clear. And when we speak about a win rate, we're talking about the team that won first place in a league. Some leagues at the higher price points pay out second and third place. But for the purposes of this analysis, we're looking at the teams that outright won the league. So we've got our combos. And those are perhaps a running back, running back, wide receiver, tight end, uh, running back, tight end. The first two picks that you make in no particular order. And this analysis doesn't imply that drafting for the position supersedes the player selection. But it suggests that within the context of drafting teams, the positions that you select can matter and have an impact on your win rate when you look at historical data. It's another data point to consider when formulating your draft plan. And if you have these stats at your disposal, it's good to keep them in mind. So maybe you want to be like Andy Reid, not in his shape or his size, but in preparation for a draft and maybe script out the first few picks that you make. We're going to get into the results and the observations. We have the charts listed in the show notes and over at the Fantasy Mojo podcast page. So it's going to have all the win rates broken down associated with the combinations. Um, and keep in mind that an average win rate is 8.33%, so that's one team out of 12. So any rate above that is considered an overperformer and below that obviously underperforms. So should you draft a quarterback in your first couple of rounds? Most experienced drafters know what the answer to this is, but the data proves it out. We've seen 98 teams draft a quarterback within one of their first two picks in best ball leagues over the past two years. Only one of those 98 teams went on to win their league. So this is not a winning move. In 2017, it was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady as the targets um, within those first two rounds. In 2018, we saw Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson mixed in there as the quarterbacks getting selected. 
In 2018, they were only selected in the second round, but nonetheless, they didn't pan out. How this is going to shape up in 2019 is going to be very interesting because Patrick Mahomes is getting selected in a lot of drafts in the second round. So he'll probably have a regression if history tells us anything. How does that actually impact your overall team? We're going to find out. And if you want to see the draft results for this year's FFPC drafts, all that information is over at FantasyMojo.com. Just go to the homepage. You'll see the links for the draft boards and the ADP. Um, all the draft boards are indexed by a contest type. So you got Best Ball Live, you got Best Ball Slow, the Superflex, um, the Double Up Best Ball. And on the ADP reports, you can sort those by whatever criteria you like, by position, by overall ADP. Um, and the same thing with the Superflex as well. Dynasty Leagues will be starting up soon. So we'll have the, the draft boards and the ADP for that uh, coming in relatively soon. And, of course, if you want to look at prior year history for all the FFPC Leagues, that's all available because we've been doing this for years, and it's accumulated um, and categorized in the FFPC um, history pages. So check that out. Um, another nice thing that we have for the subscribers is on the login page, you can go to um, a player ownership report that's generated every day for all of our subscribers. So if you're keeping track of that information yourself, there's really no need. That's up to date every day. It's color-coded, again, sorted by a particular contest, and I use it every day personally just to to keep track of my, my shares as uh, as my drafts you know, progress over the course of the preseason. Let's talk about the running backs. Including a running back with one of your first two picks has had very positive results. Four of the top five win rates in the past two years included a running back as part of the opening move. You toss out the two combinations that included the quarterback, which were pretty low frequency to begin with, and only one of the six opening combos that had a running back with it had a below average win rate, and even that one was just slightly below a 7.5%. So bundling in a running back within the first two picks of your draft has historically had very positive results. Now we're finding that drafting wide receiver with one of your first two picks has been at best a middling approach. An opening combo with these wide receivers has ranked no higher than fifth in the rates across the past two years. That was at 9.04%, which is just slightly above the average win rate. Even more troubling is doubling up on wide receiver with the wide receiver, wide receiver open has been significantly underperforming in the past two years. In 2017, it brought in a 5.57 win rate, and in 2018, only 6% of the teams ended up winning their league that opened up wide receiver, wide receiver. Finally, we get to the tight ends, which is what most people are probably looking for in this analysis. It's one of the most talked about aspects of the FFPC because Tight ends get 1.5 points per reception in this format. And with the dual flex, you can actually start three tight ends in your weekly lineup. So what we found was that grabbing the tight ends early is ultimately a good move with respect to bundling them with another position or going dual tight end. In fact, tight end was included in five of the top seven opening moves in the past two years, and it was uh, in three of the top four as well. Doubling up with tight end, tight end, however, is a tale of two cities. 
In 2017, it produced the highest win rate of any of these combos in the past two years. It came in with a win rate of 13.33%. In 2018, 100 teams drafted two tight ends with their first two picks. Zero of them won their league. And that's because of the Gronkowski factor. He underperformed, and a lot of people got burned because of that. So 2019 should be similar to 2018 with respect to the tight ends. You got three guys that are in the elite tier with Kelsey, Ertz, and Kittle. People drafting between the 6 and the 12 spot are typically picking them off, and they don't make it back past the midpoint of the second round very often. But the data showing that grabbing one of these top guys is a good move. You know, a little bit riskier if you try to grab two of them, but certainly bundling them with another position player can have a very positive outcome for you at the end of the year. So that's going to do it for this analysis. We're going to keep pumping out this information over the course of the preseason. If you like what we're doing, leave a review on iTunes. At least leave us a rating. And I think that's going to be it for this time. So we'll see you guys in the draft room.